Welcome into the shoebox here at Mama Throwsville High School on a very chilly night here in West Central Illinois. It's the Mama Throwsville Titans taking on the Weathersfield Flying Geese. The Titans coming in at 6-0, just rolling opponents by an average of 37 points a game, an average of 37 points a game so far in their first six games. And the Weathersfield Flying Geese at 1-4 under head coach Todd Hansen. Coach Todd Hansen in his fifth season with the uh, with the uh, Flying Geese and head coach Scott Weber also in his fifth season with the Mama Throwsville Titans. Coach Weber just won his 80th game on Monday night in a win over the Riverdale Rams. I'm Sean Temple alongside Mr. Ethan Sikorsky. Ethan, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. It's another night in the shoebox. Can't say I can complain about that. No, it, it's warm in the shoebox, and normally normally it's even a little warmer, but a little chilly in the shoebox tonight. I know. I had to put my vest back on, man. <laughs> I was a little cold. It's cold everywhere in West Central Illinois. We've been spending the last couple of days out at our Freezing for Food event at the Mama Save-A-Lot all week, and yesterday was brutal. Today a little better. Yesterday was brutal, but tomorrow looks like it's going to be a good day. Yeah, it's going to be sunny, and uh, you know, it's going to end of the day. It's Friday, man. Uh, again, the Titans at 6-0 in a non-conference matchup here with the Weathersfield Flying Geese. The Geese having some uh, a numbers crunch. Uh, only eight girls on the starting varsity on, on the roster, period, and then one girl uh, sick tonight. Uh, talking to head coach Todd Hanson, one girl sick for Weathersfield, so they're down to seven on the roster and maybe pull maybe a couple of JV girls, I don't know, but um, it's going to be a tough night, I think, uh, numbers-wise, especially with the pace that Mama Throza likes to run. Yeah, you know, you got to have a bench, but, uh, hey, I know these girls are going to come out ready to play. Uh, and, and talking to Coach Weber, he says it during our pregame interview that he has a lot of respect for Coach Hanson. No matter how many girls he's got, they're going to play hard for him. So it should be an interesting matchup. Speaking of that, I got a chance to talk to head coach uh, Scott Weber before the ball game. We'll come back with that Security Savings Bank pregame coach's interview in 30 seconds. Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC, Ethan and I, broadcasting from the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast Booth. Quality furniture at an affordable price located in Monmouth, Illinois. And this game is brought to you by the Greater Warren County United Way where 100% of your donations directly impact our communities. We'll be back with more of the Kellogg Printing pregame show following my, my talk with head coach Scott Weber back in 30. 1330 FM 94.1 WREM pregame show. Joining me on the pregame show, I got head coach of the Mama Throwsville Titans, Mr. Scott Weber's Coach Webb, things going well right now? Uh, we like the way they're rolling. We just, uh, if you jinx us like you did on free throws, I'm not a very tough dude, but me and you're going to end up fighting. <laughs> I avoided you for a while there after that uh, two games where you went 43 and 48. I told everybody, whether they were basketball fans or not, I was like, you got to see these girls play this, shoot free throws. And the next game didn't quite go so well, but the last game picked up a little bit. Yeah, we were three for four, so if you're saying that picked up, yes. But, 75%. Uh, yeah, but, but you know, our shooting percentage, we were three for four is probably pretty good. So, but no, we're uh, we're excited how things are going right now. Um, we're getting a lot of good things done in the games, uh, both against man and zone. I think we've been able to run the floor good. I think we've got some stuff out of our press. So we're just going to try and keep adding a few things, keep enhancing and doing what we're doing. But we'd be happy if we could do this the whole year. Normally, when, when you get as many points as you do in transition off your, off your pressure with, with the athletes you have and the length you have, um, you know, critics might say, well, yeah, well, let's see them in the half-court game. Well, we've seen the half-court game the other night. And again, a lot of the, those points were in transition, but you had a as many points in the paint as I've seen in a ball game, as long as I've been doing this, maybe, a ton of them. Yeah, we probably scored more in the paint than we've scored in games last year and a couple games this year you know we've got that luxury that uh, you know we've got great post players but also what 
what's really helped us this year is obviously our post play, but our guards are really attacking the rim and, and getting to the basket. We're not settling. You know, if our shots aren't falling, they're not. I mean, we've looked to attack. But we've, we've, our half-court game the other night was really good. Well, I've seen, I've seen your half-court game in the tournament, the, the several games I saw you play in the tournament early on, where I know the people I was sitting with, we weren't even broadcasting that night, and they were like, look at, look at how they moved the ball. It was bing, 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 all the way around the arc without the ball touching the floor, and you just don't see that much anymore. Everybody wants to dribble, but your, your, your offense moves so well without putting it on the deck. You know, we've done a good job of sharing the ball, and I think that's a big key to this team is they're, they're so unselfish, and they're, they're willing to make that next pass. They see the floor well, and, and, and we've harped on it. We want to play up-tempo. Everybody knows that. But we've really concentrated on if we don't have up-tempo, let's set up a half-court game because it can be pretty good. You know, we got shooters, got inside, got girls that can drive. So, so the half-court game has come a long way this year. We just hope it can continue. The scary thing is I think the outside game, shooting-wise, is going to get even better. That's the scary thing for some opponents. Yeah, Maddie, Maddie Gillen, and this is the ultimate jinx, right? She's, I think she shot the ball extremely well this year. You know, she had one bad game and out of six, but she's made over 23 pointers in five games. I mean, that's shooting the ball pretty good. You know, Tatiana struggled early, but I put a lot on her plate as a sophomore. Um, we've had some conversations and, and hopefully taken some of the pressure off of her. She doesn't have to be perfect, although her expectations are to be perfect and that's fine but uh, we worked on some practice yesterday on some some of our shooting stuff and started shooting lights out so hopefully it continues into the night. Well the Still Flying Geese uh, normally a pretty strong program having a little bit of a numbers issue this year as, as a lot of programs are around the state and, and even around our area. Uh, what do you want to get done tonight? What, what's the goal tonight? We want to come out and take care of business. So, you know Coach Hansen does a great job whether they got six or 16 girls he's going to have to prepare. He, I talked to him and we're pretty good friends. He says her attitude and effort's been really good. And so we can't take anybody for granted to come in and play a 2-3 zone. we got to continue our half-court half dominance that we've had. But I want us to really come out. I want to get a quick start. We're going we're to try something new tonight um, defensively on our press, see what we can get out of it. But we really want to jump on them early and take them out of anything they want to do. Now, you, you weren't happy with the start in the first game after the tournament with Ridgewood, and then the last game uh, uh, on Monday was absolutely a fantastic start. I don't know what you put in the Gatorade before the game on Monday, but is it the same stuff in the Gatorade tonight? Uh, I'm not sure it was in the Gatorade as much as it was in the pregame speech uh, or postgame speech of the game before, and I took a lot of blame for that. You know, uh, unfortunately, sometimes you fall asleep at the wheel, and, and I did. I took the blame for that, which I didn't really get them ready to go. But at some point, being the athletes they are, they got to be ready. So we talked about that, and I was really proud of the way they responded the last game. Like you said, we started off quick, and I don't think we ever let up. All right, Coach, we'll talk to you afterwards. Good luck. Go get one. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Coach Scott Weber with the Mama Throws Little Titans here on the pregame show. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Shoebox here at Mama Throwsville High School. The national anthem just played by our Madrigals. Brought to you by Stanton Insurance, your local Allstate insurance agency. Stanton Insurance and Mama since 1919. The Madrigals getting ready for their big Madrigal dinner this weekend, which is a huge event here at Mama Throwsville High School. Sounded fantastic. Now the highly anticipated keys to the game brought to you by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rocks, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. Broadcast partner Ethan Sikorsky. What is the 
keys to the game for Monmouth Rose. We're getting a win tonight. You know, I'll talk because it's our third straight game doing this together. And then, you know, I can just talk about the last three games. Uh, we got to set the tone. Didn't do a great job of doing it against uh, Ridgewood uh, two weeks or last week. Uh, but, you know, uh, Monday night we did an awesome job doing it against uh, uh, Riverdale. Uh, so tonight, they, you know, they got to bring the energy out from the bench, from everybody, all, all, everybody on the roster. Uh, just come, at, uh, come after it really hard right, uh, right off the bat. Sounds like a good recipe for success for the Titans. We'll get your starting lineups brought to you by your Monmouth area McDonald's. Now hiring, check to see what openings are available at your local McDonald's. For the Weathersfield Flying East, Paige Huffman, a junior, averaging a point and a half a ball game. Emerson Nelson, a sophomore, averaging three and a half. Kennedy Anderson, a junior, leading scorer, just a tick under 15 points a ball game. Lajaya Angel, a sophomore, averaging uh, just over 11 points. And Kendall Vincent, a sophomore, averaging four and a half. For Mama Throws, we've got a change in the starting lineups with Mariah Reading. A little banged up going into the game on Monday. Also a little sickness, I think. Mariah is going to be on the bench and she'll be like another coach down there. It's going to be fun to watch her on the bench. You know she's going to bring that energy I was just talking about. Lexi Finnecombe is going to get the start for her, a senior averaging three and a half points. Also starting Tatiana Taliba, a sophomore Maddie Gillen, a senior. Brianna Woodard sophomore and Carmen Houston, a junior. First shot by the Weatherstill Flying Geese is off the mark. The Titans with the rebound and we are underway. Taliba on the run, gets in the lane, pulls up, back out to Lexi Finnecombe. And, and talking to Coach Weber a, a bunch of times, he says Lexi would start for 90% of the teams that they played. So pretty good uh, pretty good uh, insertion here. Yeah, she's been a great asset off the bench. I know, you know, maybe she wasn't very happy losing that starting spot that she had last year, but, you know, she's coming with a great attitude. She's been an awesome player for the Titans this year. Taliba over to Carmen Houston on the left, left wing, back up top to Taliba. Down Lexi Finnegum, the aforementioned Finnegum scores the first points of the ball game. There you go. 2-0 Mama throws on, allows them to set up into that 1-2-2 press. That uh, talking to Coach Weber again off the air. Now a steal by Carmen Houston, but dribbles it off her leg. So they'll trade turnovers there. Steal by Carmen Houston, and then off her leg, out of bounds, it'll be Geese basketball. Uh, trying a new press tonight. Talk to Coach Webb off the air a little bit. Going to try a little tweak to their press, a little, little jump double, which uh, <laughs> if you're a Titan boys basketball fan, you know all about the old jump double. Absolutely. I'm interested to see how they do tonight. I'll be critiquing it pretty well. <laughs> missed layup, or missed shot by the Weathersville Flying Geese, and one and done. Titans with another defensive rebound. Here they come on offense, ball fake by Brianna Woodard. Back out to Taliba in the lane to Finnecum. Shot from the from the free throw line is good. Lexi Finnecum, the first four points of the ball game. The mid-range specialist, Lexi Finnecum. I like it. We got somebody tonight's going to hit a three other than Maddie Gillen because we do not have any other three ball makers besides Maddie, and she's shooting 32%, which is good. Yep. We got somebody else got to break into that three-point column tonight. I like the call. I like the call. I like the prediction. Finnecum with a personal foul, so she's filling up the stat sheet already. <laughs> she's making sure her name is called. <laughs> Four points and a personal foul. First one of the ball game. Holding the basketball is the Jaya Angel. Back out to the right wing to Kendall Vincent. Drives baseline, cut off by Woodard. Back out to Kennedy Anderson. Now again to Vincent. Shot no good. Long rebound chased down by Brianna Woodard. Woodard averaging seven rebounds a game to go along with that 17 points. That's a great start to the season for the sophomore. Yeah, especially only being a sophomore, just shy of a double-double. Uh, you know, that's great averages all night. I mean, she's had double-doubles on nights, just not every night. Pendicum's pass, attempted pass to get into the post to Brianna Woodard is off. Now three-point shot, no good. At the top by Angel, rebounded by Woodard. Here comes Taliba. Back to Lexi Pendicum, top of the key. 
And the feed that time, much better feed into Woodard. Shot gets tipped, rebounded by Houston, and she's fouled on the way up. Much better entry pass there from Gillen to Woodard on that one. Got her uh, pretty much an open look that she's going to make 80% of the time. Yeah, it was a good adjustment. They just uh, collapsed on Woodard, which most teams are going to, you know, when she's uh, playing as well as she is. Uh, but then, of course, you know, the other twin towers on the backside ready to <laughs> grab, grab that rebound and now sitting on the free throw line. Emerson Nelson with the uh, foul for Weathersfield Flying Geese. First free throw is off by Houston. 72% so far for Carmen. 13 out of 18. Titan shooting 71%. Hey, Weber's staring you down over there. <laughs> yeah, he figures I'm not looking at him. <laughs> He's shaking his head looking at me. And the second free throw is good. One out of two. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you seen it. I glanced over and he's looking at me shaking his head. Well, I really jinxed him that. They were, I mean, I've never seen the team shoot in high school. 43 out of 48 in a two-game stretch. And uh, still shooting at 71% for the season. So, And there's another entry pass into Woodard. Misses it again. Might have been tipped for by Weathersfield. A little length for Weathersfield. I mean, we didn't get the heights on the roster, but there's a little length down there in the post. Yeah, you know, uh, even though they don't have, you know, the best numbers overall together, you've got, you've got five girls out here that look like they can play some basketball. So this should be a good, uh, good little contest, especially for Bree Woodard early on. Inbounded in the corner to Finnecombe, top of the key to Tatiana Talibala. Now Gillen coming off the screen, three ball from the right corner. No good. Long rebound behind the Flying Geese. Here comes Vincent. She stopped and they'll throw it away. So two turnovers for Weathersfield. I've got two for Mama Throsville here so far as well. 4.53 to go first quarter, 5-0 Mama Throsville. I'd like to see, I know Tatiana Talibala got a little assertive in a couple games in the tournament, and I'm guessing that had to have been something that Coach, Coach Weber said, hey, let's, let's get you going offensively here. And then she's back to kind of being a little passive now. In the lane there, finally off the glass is Brianna Woodard on a nice little dribble drive down the baseline. 7-0 Mama Throwsville. Tonight would be one of those nights to see Tatiana get a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, Tatiana and just about anybody that you want to get going, right? This can be a good start for the, anybody that you want to get going. In the corner, ball fake. Now driving baseline is L. Eastman, who's checked in for the Weathersfield Flying Geese. Just one girl over there in uniform on the bench for head coach Todd Hansen. And Talibala will pick up the personal ball. I said, I said more aggressive on offense, Tatiana, not more aggressive <laughs> on defense. <laughs> we want your name in the scoring column, not the foul column. And a drive in the paint and up and off the glass and good is Emerson Nelson. So she will get, and she was fouled, so she'll get a three-point play out of this. It'll be the third team foul on Mama Throwsville, and it's going to go on. That's going to get, uh, Carmen Houston's going to pick her first one up. So the and one is missed by Emerson Nelson, rebounded by Woodard. That was our first Farm King free throw, the family store with more since 1959. And driving and scoring down the base. I don't know how she got that to the rim. Maddie Gillen flips it up and in. It's 9-2 Titans. It was a good drive by Maddie. Uh, real aggressive take to the rim and a good finish. Now down the right sideline. Pass to the post to Eastman. Nowhere to go. She throws it away. Here comes Maddie Gillen with another steal. Leads the Titans with five uh, or just under four steals per game. Finnecum. And no good. I think the toe was on the line, so we still wasn't going to have somebody other than Gillen making a three here. I know. If she would have made that, I would have yelled at her. She just needs to take a step back. <laughs> right. Well, they say that's the worst shot in basketball now is the one that's a step inside the three-point line. And driving to the rim, and so I got a charging call on Eastman as she ran over a couple of white-shirted Titans, hit the deck there really hard. And Eastman will check out. Oh, they're going to say that was on Vincent. No. Let's see if they, once they get the foul up here. 
I think the scoring desk is a little confused as well. I'm not sure who they got that. Yep, there it is. It's not Eastman, it's Kendall Vincent with the foul. Okay. So first foul on Vincent, second team foul. Now the Titans nearly throw it away. The geese in a 2-3 zone. Dribbling is Tatiana Taliba. Boy, this is more dribbling I see Titans do during a zone. Usually it's just tic-tac-toe around the arc. Hey, look at that, tic-tac-toe layup. Oh, that's about uh, Houston somehow slithered, snaked her way to the rim there and got a little bit of an angle, missed the shot. It goes out of bounds off of Weathersfield, though, on the rebound. 3.02 to go. They lob it into Houston. Back out to Taliba'a. Ball faked by Finnecum. Drop pass down to Houston. Doesn't score. Rebounded by Woodard. Tries to get herself an angle. Nice pass across the lane to Houston. And Houston gets fouled. They go to the free throw line. I think they heard you. I think they realized they were dribbling a little too much. I think they heard you down there. Started passing a little more. I've never, uh, usually that, that ball's out of the hands pretty quick around this zone, but a lot of dribble. Now, of course, I think Coach Webb's trying some things, talking to him in the pregame pre interview. Of course, it's early in the season. You're still installing stuff. You're you're the JV coach for the boys. You're still installing stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, it's only December 1st, man. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of basketball to go on. You know, you still got a lot to get in. First free throw is good by Houston. Second one is good as well. So after missing the first one, she's made three straight, three out of four. Farm King free throws, the family store with more since 1959. And it goes out of bounds. Yeah, it's going to be another turnover for the Flying Geese. That's unofficially four. It'll be Titan ball with 2.50 to go here in the first quarter. 11-2. Titans into Gillen in the corner. Now gets a screen from Woodard. Gillen will drive in, pull up, and they'll Preset the offense here against the 2-3. Taliba to Gillen. She'll fire a three from the right wing. No good. Rebounded by the Weathersfield Flying Geese. Boy, I just I can't wait. And it's going to. This outside game's going to get a little better. They don't shoot bad. It's 24%. But most of that is from Maddie Gillen's 32%. So she's taking the bulk of the three-pointers. Driving the lane, no good by Lajai Angel. But I think once that outside game gets going, man. I know, and, and you know, it's crazy we're even talking about that because we were just here Monday night and they scored 71 points without an outside <laughs> shot. Without right? a three points. <laughs> yeah, none. And only three free throws. Yeah, so it's just like this team could get crazy scary if they start knocking down some shots from the outside. And Houston's going to pick up her second foul on the defensive end. So 11 2. Houston will check out of the ballgame. Malia Killian. Driving baseline, trying to force it across the lane is Kennedy Anderson. It goes out of bounds off of Monmouth Roseville. So Flying East will trigger under their own hoop. With 2.14 to go, first quarter. If we get this outside shot thing going, you and I might be uh, doing some basketball oh. from uh, Bloomington Normal. Man, I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what. A little Redbird Arena basketball is what I'm trying to get out there with you, Temp. Nice little pass there from the top of the key to Paige Huffman to a cutting Kennedy Anderson. Kind of a little bit of give and go there. Kennedy lost her defender, gets fouled on the attempt. The defender, it was Maddie Gillen who picks up the foul. I think she was just in help defense, so she wasn't the one that got beat. She's the one that got, was, that got caught with the foul on the help defense. Yep, yep, those are the ones I heard the most as a player. Anderson's first free throw is no good. Second one for Kennedy, in and out, no good. Rebounded by Woodard, so 0 for 2 trip to the free throw line for Anderson, who shoots 55%. That's something they've struggled with, 51% as a team, and they were only shooting uh, right around 20 and less than 25% as a team is the uh, Weathersfield Flying Geese. And defensively, there's a nice move to the lane by Woodard. Doesn't get the shot to go. Might have lost the handle on the way up, but Killy with the rebound. Top of the key. Now, right wing, Fennecum. 
pounds it into the post to, to Woodard. Good ball moving here this time. To Kelly, top of the key, Talibah. This ball just moving, man. And they lob it in. It's going to end up with a layup to Woodard. Low. That was awesome. Nice yeah. little high-low game there from uh, Malia Kelly to Woodard. Hey, I learned the high-low from, uh, you know, Coach Simpson back in the day. So he would have, you know, if he saw that, he would have been clapping his hands, standing <laughs> on his feet. It was great ball movement. It ended with a layup. I mean, you can't ask for anything more as a coach. I want good ball movement. I want a layup at the end. Except I didn't hear him one time yell at uh, Tatiana to shoot the ball when she caught it. Yes. It only <laughs> she caught the ball on top. He said, Tatiana, shoot it. 13-2. Less than a minute to go first quarter. Woodard back out to Finnecum. Over to Taliba. Now right wing is Gillen. Looking for an opening and tries to force it into Woodard. Gets tipped away, but right back to Gillen. Finnecum. Now Tatiana Talibala gets it in, drop pass to Woodard, and scoring. Layup by Woodard. Good assist there by Talibala, who averages about four a game. So even though she doesn't score there, just her getting more aggressive going to the rim opens up Brianna on yes. the post. I think, that's what, I think that's exactly what Coach Weber wants from her, and that was a great example of it right there. See, that's the coach in you giving a better idea than what I threw out there. She doesn't necessarily <laughs> have to shoot it, just her threat of the drive. Right, it's a yeah, great she's point. just attacking, which brings those backside defenders up in the 2-3 zone, which gave Brianna Woodard a wide-open layup. I'm just selfish. I just wanted to shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> a little hand-check foul there on uh, against Taliba by Kennedy Anderson. That's her first. That'll be the fifth team foul on uh, fourth team foul on the uh, Weathersfield Flying Geese. We got 11.2 left. We'll see if the Titans can get a shot off here. Down to 10, they inbound. Top of the key, Taliba with six. Got to get something going to the rim here. Now stolen away. Turnover by Mammoth Rose, though, leads to a missed layup on the offensive end for Weathersfield, but a foul, so Anderson will get a couple free throws here with .1 left. Not much you can do with .1, is there? Hey, that's when you throw it, uh, chuck it at the rim, have a little tip, <laughs> little tip into the basket. That is that is it, and that's the second foul on Tali Ball. So Tali Ball in Houston now with two first quarter, two first quarter fouls, and Anderson misses the first one, so the Geese are 0 for 4 from the charity stripe. Anderson going to try to break the jinx, and she doesn't. Doesn't get the roll, and that'll be the end of the first quarter. 0 for 5 from the free throw line by the Weathersfield Flying Geese. They have two points at the end of the first eight minutes. Mammoth Roseville with 15. We'll be back in one minute here on AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM. Back here at the shoebox of Mammoth Roseville High School, getting ready for quarter number two. It is Mammoth Roseville 15, Weathersfield 2. Geese ball here to start the second quarter. And right out of the gate, they pound it into the post player and get a number. Let's see who that is. It's going to be a non-shooting foul on Emerson Nelson. Oh, that's 17 foul on Mama Throws already. So, <laughs> yeah, there's already been throws. a lot of fouls on the uh, on the board. That's the first one on Malia Kelly at the free throw line is Emerson Nelson and makes the first one. So the first free throw is good for Nelson. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959, sponsoring our free throws. That makes them one for six. The geese at the free throw line, and the second one's good. So a little bit, nothing but net on that second one. So it's 15 to four. Weathersfield geese with the first two points of the second quarter. Now some sloppy ball handling here by Mama Throwsville. It's going to lead to a turnover. That's the fourth. And now nearly a turnover back and ahead to Kennedy Anderson, and she kicks it off her foot. Fifth turnover for Weathersfield. I got Mama Throwsville with four. 
And as a team, what's Monmouth Rose averaging turnover-wise? Uh, oh, pretty, pretty solid, yeah, just under 14, so. Which Shot. I know Coach Weber wants to keep that around the 10 yes. mark. Yeah, which, man, I, and I know I've talked to Coach Sotos, too, about it. He wants he wants his team down to about 10 or 12, and they're, they're right around 14, 14 and a half. Man, I don't know in high school if that's possible to keep, I don't care who you are to have 10 turnovers in a ball game. Right. You just don't see it much anymore because the defenses are so physical and athletic. We just like to preach for it, right? You know, yeah, it makes right. you feel a little bit better. Sure, sure. You coaches never, never <laughs> satisfied. <laughs> We're averaging eight turnovers. I, we need seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see the eight? They were all just terrible eight turnovers. <laughs> right, it was a bad eight. Shot by uh, Maddie Gillen just to the left of the top of the key is out of bounds, but they're gonna say that is off Weathersfield, so the Titans will inbounds. They run the uh, four players around the uh, three-point arc. Into Gillen, she'll get a three-point try. Still can't get one to go. She was without one Monday night, wasn't she? Yeah, obviously, because then they were hit, but man, yeah. they don't look bad. Like the last two both kind of rimmed out. They were, I don't know, it looks good, it'll come. Oh, they're going to say Malia Kelly was fouled before the Ooh, shot. I don't know, I don't I know don't if I either. agree with that. That's not even an NBA one. That was, no, that that was, was a regular three-point play, it looked Because like. she caught it and put it up. So I, I don't know where the time was that she wasn't shooting, but. That's the second foul on Kennedy Anderson. That's not good for Coach Hanson. That's his leading score at 15 points a game. And also five and a half rebounds to get his second foul. And there's only one person on the bench, so. And a good pass across the lane for Mia Hunter to Woodard, who misses the initial shot but gets the second one. Cost Mia an assist there. <laughs> got the bucket, but you cost Mia an assist. That's just being selfish. <laughs> Hunter is in the game, joining, uh, and now a turnover by the Flying Geese, trying to pound it into the post. Here comes Gillen on the run, gonna go coast to coast to lay it in. Four points for Maddie Gillen. It's 19 to four, Mammoth Rose though, with 6.20 left, second quarter. I'd like to see Mount Rose go on a little bit of run here. It just seems very lackadaisical so far of what they've been doing. I'd like to get a little 8-0 run here and see what they can get going. Woodard pulls down the rebound off the missed shot by, by uh, Angel. Almost thought she's going to take it coast to coast, which she can. Ends up pulling up, and they'll get into their offense. Into Woodard. Back out to Gillen. Passed up the three. Drives in the lane. Floater. No good. Just rolls out. Battling for the rebound. We got a jump ball between... Gillen and Angel. Possession will stay with Mammoth Roseville. Yeah, any any one of these girls on the floor for Mammoth Roseville, doesn't matter the position, can go coast to coast. I've seen Houston do it numerous times in the last two seasons. Woodard's done it already a bunch of times. And Taliba misses a three-pointer. And the rebound to Weathersfield. They're on the run out by Angel. Layup is good. Lajaya Angel with her first points. That was a good job by Tatiana, knowing that she had two fouls there, just running by and not making contact, but still being a presence there on the fast break layup. Gillen now down to Killy. Get it into Woodard. Good ball moving out to Taliba. Take that three, Tatiana. There and it gets is. it to go. Taliba. <laughs> Somebody other than Maddie Gillen has made a three pointer now. And a blocking foul on Tot that we were just talking about. She did such a good job of not picking up foul three, and she'll get a blocking foul at midcourt, 40 feet from the rim. <laughs> Third foul on Taliba, also checking in. Chevelle Wolf, and already on the floor is Lexi Finnecombe. She'll probably run some point there, and Mia yep. Hunter can run the point, yep. or Maddie, anybody can run the point out there. Yep, we have a very versatile uh, offense here, and I know Coach Weber knows that, and he's very comfortable with the girls on, his, on the floor at all times. L. Eastman 
misses the free throw and the one of the bonus after the Tatiana foul. That's the 18th foul on the throws. Well, six on Weathersfield, so the Titans will be shooting free throws on a non-player control foul. And nearly a turnover, and somehow the tip pass ends up in the hands of Hunter. So no turnover for Monmouth Roseville. Driving baseline, pulling up is Wolf. Gets her shot blocked. And now a turnover by the Flying Geese. Killy gets her shot blocked by, uh, that was Paige Huffman. That was a nice little length out there for Weathersfield. Yeah, they have some athletes. Angel drives all the way in. Lajaya Angel with four points. Quick four here, it's 22 to eight. And they've got, uh, they've got Angel with three fouls on the board. I don't have her with any fouls. And a drive to the lane by Gillen. Somehow gets it to the rim. A shooting foul, she'll go to the free throw line. Does not get the shot to go. Yeah, I see the board has Angel with three fouls. That's two fouls now on Emerson Nelson. Now I've got two fouls on Kennedy Anderson. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think I've noticed a couple of things on the board just aren't correct. I think there's something going on over there maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't think that she had three fouls. I can't imagine we were saying her name three times on a foul. Gillen gets the first shot to go. Farm King with more, uh, the family store with more since 1959's free throw. Second one is up and gets that to go. Two for two, Mammoth Roseville, five for six. Take that, Coach Weber. <laughs> hey, he just needed to glare at you, right? <laughs> right just he just needed to get that one out of the way. <laughs> just needed to stare down. The Titans have been good from the line. And a nice take in the lane by Angel again. She's going, she's got, she's got her game going here. Yeah, I've been impressed with her game so far. She, uh, she's a standout player so far on the floor. Got into the lane there and kind of flipped one up over her shoulder. Now a turnover by Mammoth Roseville. It's going to end up at a jump ball. Especially as only a sophomore, she plays really well, really hard. Got a little height, a little length yeah. to her, too. Timeout taken by head coach Todd Hanson of the Weathersfield Flying Geese. It is a full timeout. Give his players a break. He's only got one girl coming off the bench tonight. 24-10, Mammoth Rosa will be back in one minute. Back here at the shoebox at Mammoth Roseville High School. 4.03 to go, second quarter. Timeout taken by Weathersfield. Both teams back on the floor. Timeout sponsored by Tickham's Electric. If you're looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tickham's Electric at 335-3034. And what they call there? A little travel there on the spin move, maybe? Yeah, that looked like a pretty good move. I, I don't know. I, we were down on the other end from where we are, but... So the turnover by Flying Geese, that was a good move by Angel getting the lane. Nice little spin move from by the sophomore. I'm going to tell you what, this is a team. I'm going to, if they can just get some numbers now, thrown into the backcourt, picked up, and it's going to be a turnover for Monmouth Roseville. That's their sixth. Um, uh, Coach Weber thought it was tipped. I thought it was tipped, too. I think we're going to get an overrule. Yeah. I think we're going to get an overrule here. Yeah, I, I was, was sitting there because, you know, whoever it was by the field by has got a hand on the passing lane, which is why the ball went so far into the backcourt. I promise Miles Rosa didn't pass it that far into the backcourt. Yeah. And the three officials getting together. Officials tonight are sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care. And Monmouth and Gelser, make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Uniform sponsors tonight, MC Sport and more. Your home for all your sports equipment and team apparel. Hats, hoodies, polos, basketballs, and much, much more. Enter pass off uh, as Mammoth Roseville did get the basketball, so they said it was tipped into the backcourt. So will take a, take a turnover off the board. Fenicum, a little stutter step dribble, gets it down into Woodard. Turns, shot, no good. 
and it's off of Malia Kelly trying to battle for the rebound of the Weathersfield basketball. Uniforms tonight for Monmouth Rosa and their home whites with the white tops, white bombs, blue and silver trim down the side, blue numbers with Monmouth Rosa across the front. The Weathersfield flying geese, green tops, green bottoms, black and white trim with black numbers and white trim around the numbers on the front and back. Thanks to MC Sport More for sponsoring our uniforms. Three-pointer on the way is short by Paige Huffman. The battle's out of bounds. They're going to say it's off of Monmouth Roseville. You know, I kind of agree with what you're saying about uh, if they just get some numbers, this is probably a pretty solid ball club. I mean, they yeah. have three games already where they're putting 40, 50 points on the scoreboard. Yeah, they, the length, it's young. If they can, and now a five-second call. Good defense by Monmouth Roseville. We've seen that at least once or twice the other night against Ridgewood. Yep, yep, they play excellent defense out of, out of bounds. We'll bring uh, Lexi Finnecombe over the timeline to the right wing to Mia Hunter. Dribbles, gets it into Woodard. Shot fake, back out to Finnecombe. She fakes a three, yep, shuffled her feet there. I can see that one. Sometimes I miss those where they take the drive to the lane, just get a little over anxious. And yep. I call, it, uh, I call it the happy feet travel. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. You see that lane open up yep. and you want to get there so you, bad. <laughs> you forget to put the ball down before you move your feet. 24 to 10, Mama throws it with a 14 point lead. Neither team scored here for a little bit with 2.30 to go second quarter. Titans averaging 67 points, so not quite halfway to there yet, but their defensive effort's been good. They only average giving up 30. And a timeout taken by head coach Todd Hansen. That's timeout number two for Coach Hansen with 2.23 to go, 24-10 is a 30-second timeout. We'll take a 30-second break as well. We'll be back. Back here at the shoebox at Mama Throwsville High School. Both teams back on the floor following the Tinkham's Electric timeout. 24-10 Weathersfield basketball trail by 14 with 2.17 to go. Lots of dribbling there by Kennedy Vincent. And finds a cutter to the basket. And getting the bucket to go is Emerson Nelson. She'll get the bucket and a chance for a three-point play. This will be her second chance for a three-point play. Yeah. The foul is on, uh, and put up on the board. Yeah, there's uh, Maddie Gillum, her second. Short with the free throw, and Woodard gets the rebound. I'll tell you what, they 24-12 is a 12-point game. You you would think if you're around with Roseville, being just one player on the bench uh, for a sub for Weathersfield, eventually they would, you know, maybe maybe wear them down here a little bit. But right now they're hanging right in here. And I know for a fact, after talking to him last week, Coach Weber is not very happy right now. He's not a happy camper. I can see it on his face. And uh, he'll he'll definitely let us know after the game, won't he? Ooh, Maddie Gillen is driving the lane. She's going to be fouled by Paige Huffman, but that was really close to just a clean block at the top there by, by Gillen. Coach Hansen is talking to the official saying, ooh, I don't know about that. I, I agree with him there. Yeah, I almost thought uh, it was it was hand on top of the ball, which would be, you know, a registered jump ball. But, uh, you know, sometimes we don't have the best angles, right? Uh, the officials do, I guess, is what I get told a lot while I'm standing on the sideline. <laughs> right. Gillen's first free throw is good, sponsored by Farm King, makes a bow. She's four for four. She is an 80% free throw shooter. She was 20 of 25, now 24 of 29 on the season. She can't even be Temple jinxed, man. She's just too good. You know, I think they should bring back the good old-fashioned uh, free throw competition. Yeah. I think she can win that. Yeah. Instead of the, uh, the three-point competition, <laughs> just have like a free throw shooting now. Maybe that'll get free throws back up. Good pass across the lane by Mia Hunter. Beautiful assist to Brianna Woodard. 
She's got 10 now, first player in double figures for both ball clubs. I don't know how she found that pass, but somehow she got it in there. She just knew old Brianna was gonna be there somewhere. <laughs> Minute 10 left in this first half, 28-12, Mama throws the lead back up to 16. Trapped in the corner and nearly throwing away. We end up with a shot along the baseline. Good shot there by Ella Eastman, her first bucket. Good ball movement there by uh, Weathersfield. Good finish by Eastman. Gillen will take a three left wing and bury it. There it is, Maddie Gillen with her 15th three ball of the season. And that's three ball sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. 31-14 a drive and a shot made. Yeah, Coach Weber not happy with his defense right now. He's just not. No, not at all. I mean, props to Weathersfield, though. They're hanging around right into this game. They, they you know, walks into the gym, not afraid of Mount Rosal at all. And they kick it across the lane to Killy. Now left wing with 20 seconds to go. Left elbow. Finnecum drives. Floater in the lane. No good. Tipped around. Weathersfield with 10. Here they come over the timeline with seven. Back to Angel, she'll fire a three from the volleyball line, miss it. Titans maybe with a shot here with two seconds. Finnecum right oh. off the front of the rim. That would have been another three-pointer for another player. We could have counted <laughs> put it. Put another one in the uh, three-point column there, yeah. Right off the front of the rim from about half court. Yeah, Coach Weber nah, got the arms folded. That's the I'm not happy with my defense look. I can see that right there. Yeah, I can read his body language. 31-16, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, it's just universal coaching language, right? Universal <laughs> uh, body language. Yeah, 31-16. Uh, We're going to take a three-minute break, come back with the halftime show. We'll, we'll take a look at some stats here from the first half and uh, talk some Titan boys basketball. They're on the road tomorrow night at to, uh, at Farmington High School for a non-conference matchup with the Farmers. Long-time rivals. Used to be in the same conference for several years in the old Olympic Conference. Still a pretty good rivalry. We'll talk about that with, with uh, my broadcast partner, Ethan Sikorsky, in three minutes. Welcome back to coverage of Mama Throws with Titan Girls Basketball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network, AM 1330, FM 94.1, WREM, and RadioMammoth.com. Your score at the half, Mammoth Roseville leading the Wethersfield Flying Geese 31-16 as we start the halftime show. Sponsored by LNP Insurance Agency for your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. I got a chance to talk to both Rachel and Julie today at the... Uh, at the Freezing for Food event that we've had going on all week here at Prairie Communications, right in front of your mama's Save-A-Lot. Had a great two days despite the absolutely freezing temperature yesterday and pretty darn cold today too. Tomorrow doesn't look too bad, but uh, stop out sometime between 10 a.m. and two o'clock at the Save-A-Lot in Monmouth, just off the square in downtown Monmouth and uh, help, help donate to a great cause, the Jamison Center Community Food Pantry and also the Roseville Helping Hands Food Pantry. Both, uh, both all of our non-perishable food items go to uh, both of those pantries as well. Uh, even just kind of your thoughts here on this first uh, 16 minutes that we saw. It's not, it's not pretty, it's not pretty basketball. And uh, I, I, I know part of it is you're playing an opponent who isn't as you know good as teams that you've seen. Uh, partially due to you know they only have six girls you sure. know on the roster playing today, uh, but also you know the gym's not as full. It's just nobody seems to be into it so far. Uh, if I'm Coach Weber right now, I'm just preaching that we've got to bring energy you know somehow, and, and it starts with us. Uh, you know you get the girls on the bench going, it gets the girls on the floor going, which is going to get the fans in the gym going. The uh, the normal energy that's brought on the floor is by Mariah. 
greeting. She is just a absolute bundle of energy, and she's uh, in, in street clothes tonight, sitting on the bench, uh, a little banged up uh, in the last couple of games, and I think battling a little sickness too. So, uh, But it's just, she's got to bring her energy off the bench. Yep, I saw her a little bit going there on the on the bench, and I'm sure she's going to bring it here in the second half to uh, bring up all the energy that she can for him. Yeah, she is, she is a bundle of energy, that's for sure. Uh, we got Titan Boys basketball tomorrow night on the uh, Prairie Communication Sports Network. We've got uh, Farmington Farmers, pretty solid ball club in Farmington. Always, that's just a good basketball program. It always has, going back to the Coach Wearsma days back in the old days. But, well, I miss the old Coach Wearsma uh, and uh, Coach Grant battles from back in the day when we were just a little younger. And both of those guys were a little younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you uh, you kind of touched it on there right before we went off. Uh, you follow Monmouth and Titans basketball, or even Monmouth and Zippers basketball. You say Monmouth and Farmington, you know it's going to be a battle. Uh, no matter what the teams are, we, we both teams could come in 0-20, and, and it wouldn't even freaking matter, <laughs> right? They're just going to get after it. Uh, I know Coach Lozier is going to have his guys ready to go. Uh, I know Coach Soto said uh, I was talking to him a little bit earlier. I know he had a good practice today. Uh, Farmington's got a really good player in Keontre Barnes, who uh, reminds Reminds me very similar of Owen Relander, who we saw the last okay. two games. Uh, he's very athletic, likes to get to the rim, doesn't shoot a lot, but uh, he's all over the place. And I know they're going to stem their defense around him, uh, so they're they're just going to be just as athletic as we are. Uh, we're just going to have to shut or shut them down as a whole, just holding down to that little forty-point mark and uh, battle battle all the way through. Titans coming off uh, one of the more exciting games that I've had a chance to cover in quite some time on Tuesday night, a 43-42 win over the Mercer County Golden Eagles, getting a little revenge from the championship game on Saturday night that the Mercer County Golden Eagles beat Monmouth Roseville and took home the first place trophy. Well, we got a little bit of revenge on Tuesday night over the Golden Eagles. What an exciting finish, man. A couple free throws by C.J. Johnson with 1.5 seconds to go. We were trailing with 3.3 to go. A long throw in, and what a great what a great play call uh, at the end there to, to shake open C.J. on a three-quarter court pass from Silas Braun. I was sitting, you know, right there where uh, we're about. Uh, Miss, Miss Hallen is sitting right there with the bench, and uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even know the ball was going to CJ, and I was on the Titans bench, right? Uh, it was an awesome play call by uh, by my Jake, my coach Sotos, uh, and to have our QB one Silas Braun, you know, passing the ball. Uh, I think that might have been his best pass all year. Um, <laughs> it's funny you should mention that because Coach Braun, his dad, the, the football coach out of out of Monmouth College, texted me shortly after that and said, "It's Silas's best pass all season." <laughs> it was awesomely placed. Uh, you know, CJ missed the layup. I wish he would have hit it. It would have been awesome to get the and one. Call uh, with everybody going, but uh, he hit the two free throws. Uh, then we advanced on from there. It was it was an awesome atmosphere. The locker room was just as awesome afterwards. It was, it was a fun win. It should be a, a fun ball game tomorrow night too in Farmington. It'll be uh, seven o'clock or is, is yeah seven o'clock tip off. Originally scheduled for seven thirty, has been bumped up a half hour. So uh, tip off is scheduled after your JV game uh, that you'll have. What's what's the outlook for the Titan JV tomorrow night? Uh, you know, in Farmington, uh, I got to watch their freshmen play our freshman Monday night, so I'm sure they're going to bring a lot of the similarities that I saw Monday. Our freshmen beat them by about 14, so uh, I know that they uh, they battled last year to a 10-point game uh, with, the, with the now sophomores. Uh, so I expect, you know, another good battle. Uh, I hope to walk away with a win uh, after the, the run that we had at the end of the fourth quarter against Mercer County on Tuesday night. I hope we carry that momentum. We've had two great practices. Uh, I hope we uh, are going to bounce back. 
We'll, we'll be on the air following your JV game at about 6.45-ish with the uh, with the tip-offs again scheduled for 7 o'clock. All right, let's take a look at the scoring here in the first half of this one. Halftime scoring update brought to you by Save-A-Lot Foods and Mama. Save a lot of time, save a lot of money, save a lot food store in Mama. First for the Mercerful, <laughs> turn the page. First for the Weathersfield Flying Geese, six points apiece for Emerson Nelson and Lajaya Angel and two points for L. Eastman. Two of nine from the free throw line were Weathersfield in that first half. For Monmouth Roseville, 11 points for Maddie Gillen, including a three-pointer and four for four from the free throw line. Ten points on all two-point buckets by Brianna Woodard. Uh, four points for Lexi Finnegan had four early uh, in the first quarter there in her first start uh, with Mariah reading on the sideline tonight. Three points for Car Carmen Houston, three or four from the free throw line. No field goals yet for Carmen. And three points for Tatiana Taliba, the tight seven of eight from the free throw line. Hey, they meet you, John Jinx, after the line. Coach, uh, Coach Weber gave you the little stare, stare me down, and he shook his finger at you, and uh, <laughs> we moved on from there. They make two more. They make three or four more free throws in a row. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to point. <laughs> and I'm a, right during the free throw, I'm going to point at you, right back at you. <laughs> All right, second half is going to start with Mama Throws the Titans with the basketball. As you folks know, Diamond Ag and Midwest Seeds know that the best ideas come from the field. Diamond Ag, striving to earn your business every day. Contact Sam Brownlee, seed manager for Diamond Ag in Alito, Alexis, and Knoxville for all your seed needs. 31-16, we get the second half underway. Starters on the floor for Mama Throwsville. That is uh, Maddie Gillen, Tatiana Taliba, Alexi Fenicum, Carmen Houston, and Brianna Woodard. Or the Flying Geese starters as well. Paige Huffman, Emerson Nelson, Kennedy Anderson, Lejayan Angel, and Kennedy Vin Kendall Vincent. In the lane and scoring was, who was I missed? Tatiana Taliba'a. Taliba'a with her fifth <laughs> point. There we go. That's my favorite last name in the world to say. <laughs> but we, uh, you, uh, you, as uh, three ball from the left wing by Paige Huffman. Her first points of the game is from the three-point line, and that's sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. Yeah, Quincy, I, I broadcast a lot of Quincy's games. You coach Quincy. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a good family. Uh, she she plays just like him. Gonna be a good one. He's only a sophomore. It just gets better with each game. A little up and under spin move by Gillen. Misses a shot. Woodard's follow up no good. Here comes Weathersfield on the run, and they'll score. A little layup there by Kennedy Anderson. It's 33 to 19. 33 21. 12 point game. Yeah, they're in here battling with Mama Rosa. But like I like I said, they they weren't afraid coming in. Houston backs down her defender and gets the bucket, her first field goal. Carmen Houston with five points, and the Titans up 35 to 21, and nearly throwing it away, and they will. Weathersfield will throw it away. Um, unofficially, I might have missed a couple there towards the end of the uh, second half. I had Weathersfield with nine first half turnovers. That would be 10, but uh, again, I might have missed one. I had Titans with, I think, six turnovers. You know, I'll give props to uh, Coach Hanson and the Weathersfield girls here. They, uh, they've done a great job of handling our pressure in the backcourt. They're not really letting us set up our, our press defense. They're just getting the ball up the floor and going. Uh, and it's kind of discombobulating us a little bit defensively. So uh, props to them on that. In the in the paint to Houston, kicks back out to Gillen. She'll take a three from the right corner, a little short, rebounded by the Flying Geese. Yeah, it doesn't take long. I mean, uh, the way you the way you coaches, you know, you scout, and there's another three on the wing from Paige Huffman steps into another three. Head coach Scott Weber's gonna have to call a timeout. It is 35-24. It's down to 11. Back-to-back -back trips. Paige Huffman, three-pointer, sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. Call them at 734-6600. Mammoth Rose with their first timeout of the ball game here. Yeah, um, yeah, what are you seeing? 
a lot of energy coming from this side of the floor on the green jerseys and not a lot of energy coming out here from the white jerseys. Uh, the white jerseys seem very, you know, not interested in the game right now and uh, they need to get interested really quick otherwise this team in the green is going to come back really fast. Yeah, especially on the, on the, on the defensive end for yeah. sure, I yep. think. Uh, they've let they let uh, Anderson get behind him, and the long pass down to Kennedy ended up in a layup, and then two wide open three balls from the uh, from the left wing. And, and like you said, credit Weathersfield. There, the, the scouting gets out. It doesn't take yep. long for you coaches to get scouts out on on certain you know press breakers or you know presses that you'll see. And of course, you can get video all over the place right. online anymore. It doesn't. The word gets out pretty quick. That's why you coaches have to keep evolving. Just because that press worked in game five doesn't mean it's going to work in game fifteen. That's right. Turn, shot good by Brianna Woodard right out of the timeout. Woodard now with 12, leads all scorers in the ball game. And tipped away by Houston. Turnover by the Flying Geese. Houston gets it to a guard, Maddie Gillen, over the timeline. Tatiana Bali, Taliba on the left wing into Woodard. Back out to Taliba. Finnecum will take a shot just inside the three-point line. Misses, tipped around, and out of bounds. It'll stay with Monmouth Roseville. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the uh, the online film. Gone are the days where you got to ask a coach to get film on a team. You just go logging online, type in a team, and man, you'll find film anywhere on them anymore. <laughs> no kidding. Shot from the right wing is Gillon and buries the three ball. Her second of the ball game. Sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. The lead quickly back up to 40-24, and now a steal in the backcourt. Drive, Finnicum, great pass to Taliba for the layup. And it's 42-24 now, the lead up to 18 in that press, a renewed press here. Is this a different press that they've, that they've I know I think he went back to press. the original thing yes. that he had been doing the first few times. I think he switched off to that adjustment that he had made originally. Still a work in progress with the uh, press we saw early, but boy, they're back to that press that's just been hounding people, which is more of a 1-3-1 rather than a 1-2-2, I think, maybe? Yep, yep. Almost like a diamond in one. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah, well, much better. Kind of like a one-two-one-one. One, one, if, you, if you don't know what the diamond in one kind of looks like. 4:36 up, third quarter. Titans up by 18. Off the inbound, Houston is fouled on the pass in from uh, Woodard to Houston. Houston will get a couple free throws. She's three for four there. And that foul will go on Emerson Nelson. That's her third. No, it's, it's going to go on uh, Paige Huffman. That's her third. First free throw by Houston is in and out, no good. Three for five now from the free throw line. Farm King, family store with more since 1959, sponsoring our free throws. Huffman will check out with that third foul. And the second free throw is good by Houston. So four of six from the free throw line, 67% tonight. She's a 72% free throw shooter, so kind of a wash there. 43-24, lead back up to 19. This was down to, what, 11? Yeah, it got down to 11 when Coach Weber called the timeout. 8-0 run. And another turnover by Weathersfield. Yeah, the energy absolutely has picked up since the timeout. And I know he's going to talk about it in the postgame, but I'll mention it here. It's, he's going to talk about how they flipped the switch after that timeout, but that flip of the switch needs to happen a lot sooner than when he needs to be forcing them to turn on. Uh, you know, they've got to turn on the switch themselves, not Coach Weber calling a timeout to flip the switch. Houston drives in and scores. Caught it at the left elbow, turned around, and, and nobody was Gardner. So she said, okay, I'll just get this thing to the rim. And here comes Weathersfield. Lejai Angel runs right into Carmen Houston. Angel will pick up the charging foul. 
Did Houston, was that Houston that stepped in there? Yeah, that's her second charge tonight, isn't it? Nice. I know it's about, I remember uh, Mariah reading. She yep. took a charge. <laughs> She's got a big smile on her face, actually, <laughs> on the sideline. She took a charge uh, in one of the games we were covering, stood up and put the three up. That was my third <laughs> charge, I take it. So it must be a little internal battle going here. If you're going to battle, uh, taking charges is the way to do it. Yeah, those are the ones that the coaches like the most. Gillum, a little behind the back dribble on the right wing there. Houston, again, left elbow, wasn't guarded. Back to Gillen. Shot was tipped. Three-pointer was tipped, and now Weathersfield will throw it away after. And that's going to be thrown away as well. Titans get a little bit of a hurry here. I was going to say, that's kind of where the, the we, we struggled in the first half is when we're just kind of going with the flow of the game rather than taking control of the flow. Uh, we've had multiple uh, trips now with double turnovers. And on the throw-in, Weathersfield just about turns it over in the backcourt and fouled is Kennedy Anderson. We will see who's going to get the foul for Monmouth Roseville. And it will be Finnecum with her second. Lexi getting the start tonight for Mariah Reading. A little under the weather and also a little banged up as well. So got conference, big stretch of conference games coming up here pretty soon. Got to be healthy for those. Yep, got to be ready for conference games. Uh, Non-conference, you know, is, is one thing. But, you know, it's a whole different part of your season when you're talking conference and Houston gets in the passing lane, and now she goes down, and she is hurt. She's grabbing her left ankle, and we're going to get a stoppage in play here as Kermit Houston jumped the pass route and then uh, landed on the floor, now reached down and grabbed her left ankle in a very uncomfortable position there, and that is one of the toughest girls <laughs> that yep. you'll find on any basketball court. Yep. So if she's down and, and, uh, and upset here, you know that's going to be not good. As uh, Coach Weber's just, I don't know what kind of uh, medical expertise he's got. He's just tying her shoe. So tighten it up. That's the problem. <laughs> tighten it up, so tighten it up still limiting the swelling. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> that is uh, rolled ankle 101, right? Just tie that thing up. Yep, as soon as you roll that ankle, do not take that shoe off. 45-24 as, uh, as Coach Weber helps Houston. She's going to walk off under her own power, but favoring that left ankle pretty yep. strong. That with a 21-point lead, 254 left in the third. And uh, again, a non-conference matchup. That's that's probably the last time we're going to see Carmen, I would I think. would imagine so. Titans do not play again until uh, December uh, December 5th, which is Monday. They're right here against Erie Prophetstown in a West Division Three Rivers Conference game. And Gillen's going to get a hold on the inbound by Weathersfield. That'll be Gillen's uh, third personal foul. So Tommy Baha with three, Gillen with three, Finnecum I've got with two, three fouls on Paige Huffman, four. And the shot up, Angel misses the long three from the right wing, and the long rebound picked up by Finnecum ahead to Tommy Baha. Going to try to drive there. A good defense by Kennedy Anderson, not allowing the quick Taliba to get around her. That was a good job by Anderson. Yeah, quick feet on defense. It's too late to see. She angled herself to, uh, diagonally rather than straight up, which gives, which cuts off angles. Taliba ought to. Then to come now, they give it to Maddie Gillen. Got three girls within about 10 feet of one another. That's not the spacing you coaches want, right? <laughs> no, not even <laughs> close. Uh, Taliban, I don't know if this is a new set. Looks a little discombobulated here. This might be a new set thrown in here by, uh, oh, nice entry pass into Woodard. Gets, she took a power dribble there. I'm not sure she quite needed the power dribble. Kind of lost the handle on it, went out of bounds. 
a little bit. She was outside, maybe just a half a step outside the line. So maybe a good little power dribble there is what she needed. But. Yeah, uh, just, just, you know, lose the ball handle. It's fine. It's just something that happens every once in a while when your hands get a little sweaty and you're in the third quarter moving forward. Two minutes left, third quarter, 45-24. Angel floater in the lane's no good. Rebounded by Eastman, who throws it up and in. Good. A little nonchalant reverse layup. That's one of the most nonchalant reverse layups I've ever seen. I didn't think it was even going in from the angle that I had. <laughs> just kind of just flipped it up there. And now a foul behind uh, Brianna Woodard. That's Kendall Vincent pushing uh, Woodard from behind on the entry pass. So it'll be Titan basketball, and that'll be the second foul on Vincent. Talibah in the corner to Gillen. Open for the three ball, and it's good. That's the third one for Maddie Gillen. That's the shooter we like to see. She's 32% yeah, coming in. Imagine if she hit a couple of those on Monday night, man. Maybe talking 80 or 90 points on the board. <laughs> in the lane, entry pass tipped away by Mammoth Roseville, picked up by Angel. She'll drive. No good. Rebound to Gillen. After her Mammoth Farm and Home Realty three-pointer, ahead to Taliba back to Gillen right wing. <laughs> Everybody was saying pull it. Taliba from the corner with a three ball. Her second one as well. If we can get somebody other than Maddie to make a three, and they don't have to make two or three a game, right. but if got somebody, and they, and they will. There's some shooters out there that just haven't hit one yet. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 51-26, tightens up by 25, the steal by Finnecombe. Takes it all the way to the hole, and she's going to be fouled. But yeah, like you said, we get the three-point shooting going, uh, especially moving into conference season. We're going to we're going to beat some teams probably that we shouldn't, and then you know then we talk postseason. If we're starting to hit those shots with the with the 60, 70 points we score out or inside the or inside the uh, arc, you know maybe we're talking getting to Wilmington Normal and going to Redbird Arena, huh? Mm -hmm. I like it. First free throw by Finnicum's good. That's her first free throw of the season, and of course she makes it. The Titans are excellent free throw shooters. Free throws sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. 71% coming into this game and seven of eight in the first half. So it makes them both three of four here in the second half. The Titans are 10 of 12 from the free throw line tonight. Take that, Weber. Yeah, take that, Coach Weber. <laughs> Look at him and give him the... 53-26, Titans by 27 with 49 seconds left. Getting close. They've had a running clock in just about every game they've had. Looking at the score sheet, yeah, about every game they've had, they had a running clock in the fourth quarter. Stolen away on the throwaway by the Weathersfield Flying Geese as Taliba takes it in. Boy, she got a lot of contact there, but didn't get the call, but a travel call on Angel after the rebound. I think she gets the call if she bumps into the defender rather than bounce off the defender. Yeah, instead of just drawing the contact yep. and going away, just take lower that shoulder and go right into that moving defender. Titan ball out of bounds. No good by Malia Killy. Tipped out of bounds by Weathersfield, so the Titans will retain possession. Maddie Gillen, Mia Hunter, Malia Killy, Tatiana Taliba'a, and Chabelle Wolf on the floor now for Mama Throwsville. Into, into Killy. Back out to Gillen. Gillen in the lane. Floater off the glass. No good. Rebound off of Mama's Roseville. It's going to be Weathersfield ball with 21 seconds left. Maddie tried to do the little uh, tip rebound right over to uh, Mia Hunter, I think it was, and just went a little bit too out of range. Kennedy Anderson over the timeline drives around Hunter. Drop pass to Eastman, who misses the shot. Tipped around, loose, picked up by Hunter. Tipped ahead to Taliba. She'll not miss the layup, but there's Wolf for the follow. It was great to have everybody in white just getting down the floor. <laughs> just, 
That's going to end the third quarter with the Titans leading 55 to 26, up by 29 points here after the first 27 minutes or 24 minutes. We'll be back. Welcome back to Titan Girls Basketball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. We're through three quarters. Mammoth Roseville has, uh, uh, boy, the, the, the uh, Weathersfield Flying Geese cut that thing down to, what, 11 points in that frame? Yeah, I think it was 11 when Coach uh, Weber called the timeout. And they have been on a roll since. It leads up to 29 now, so they've, since that timeout, outscored the Weathersfield Flying Geese by 18 as he's been trying to drive in, gets it poked away. Here comes the Titans after the turnover. Tommy Ball, right wing, Gillen right wing. The student section down here want every time Maddie gets it on the wing to just your uh, three-point line just to shoot it. Pull it. I think I've heard a couple of times. Pull it. Heat check, right? Heat yes. check. Yes. And now Weathersfield with a three-point. Talk about a heat check, man. Yeah. Timeout taken by head coach Todd Hansen for the Weathersfield Flying East. Three ball by Paige Huffman. That's her third three in the second half alone, 55-29. Full timeout. We'll, we'll uh, take a uh, minute break ourselves. 55-29, Monmouth Roseville leading Weathersfield. We'll, we'll keep it here. Um, it is... Uh, uh, Titan boys basketball tomorrow night on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. We'll have the Titans and the Farmington Farmers. Should be a fun one. Always fun when those uh, two teams get together. 7 o'clock is the scheduled tip-off. Moved up from an original time of 7.30. So your your JV game, Coach, of course, you will start at, what, 5.30 then? Yeah, uh, that was a change that the track made when we moved in, 5.30 normally. Uh, I, liked, I liked the 5.30 start better you than too. the 6 o'clock start. I do too. I... Uh, covered Gelsberg boys and girls basketball for a number of years back when uh, WAIK was on the air. And the girls first went to that 5.30 start. And I thought, oh, man, I don't know about this. 5.30, you know, I got to get around a little earlier. And I grew to love it. Yeah, it's so nice getting out of the gym, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock rather than 9.30, 10 o'clock, right? Uh, especially, uh, it's, it's fun, especially Friday night. Sometimes we get out of here from here, and then we go over to uh, the Legion where they got the United game on. It's kind of fun to watch the end of that game and yeah. just kind of hang out and just see what's going on, man. Our pregame show hit the air on Sunday, 97.7 WMOI tomorrow night at 6.45 after the JV game is done. Out of the timeout into Malia Kelly somehow, somehow gets that over the rim. Another player in the scoring column for Monmouth Rose. Roseville, that's Kelly's uh, first field goal, first point of the ball game. I don't know how that, that thing never did like, get above. It like left her hands, hit the Weathersfield uh, defender hands, and found its way into the rim. It hit the side of the rim and it just kind of rolled over. <laughs> it didn't even bounce, it just rolled over. 57-29, 28-point lead for the Titans with 6.48 to go, trying to get to that 30-point running clock mark. Right wing picked up is Kennedy Anderson by Mia Hunter. Chevelle Wolf guarding in the corner, now doubled. And somehow Weathersfield makes it out. Driving down the baseline is Kennedy Anderson. Shot goes up and good. Nice take by Kennedy Anderson. Yeah, these uh, these Weatherfield girls have impressed me. They got some girls that can play basketball, man. You know, but it comes down to numbers. If they got some numbers to this team, this can be a fun team to watch. You know, next year or even the year after. I'd be interested to see how they go uh, go about moving forward. Gillen misses the three, rebounded by Killy, and knocked out of bounds by Angel. Nice, nice uh, block there by Lajai Angel. Yeah, the JV game won by Mammoth Roseville, 36 to 26, and seen a little talent down there in green for the JV game. So. Get some just get some numbers in the program. Yep. I, I like I really like the starting five they throw out there. Yeah. 
I've been really impressed all night with Lejaya uh, Angel. Top of the key is Tali Ba. Now right wing, Maddie Gillen playing catch up top. A little, little clock run here. Driving in as Tali Ba is uh, Killy. Malia had a nice seal and they were wanting to lob it in, and they do. And there is Killy with almost oh, a finish, but that's what everybody was wanting on the bench. I know Coach Weber was feeder, feeder. Yeah, absolutely. She had a great seal there. Uh, it's crazy she made the last one, but then misses that one, right? <laughs> right. The last one was way tougher than that one. She got that one to go. So Angel doubled. And we got a foul. Is that going to go on Gillen? That'll be her fourth. No, that is going to go on on Malia Killy, get her second. So not on Gillen, which would have been, again, her fourth. Five team foul, or four team fouls for Mama Throwsville, five on Weathersfield. Angel, three ball from the wing, no good. And Eastman with the rebound. Good hustle there by the Weathersfield Flying Geese. Top of the key, three. In and out, no good. Rebounded by Hunter. She's on the run, two on two, Monmouth Roseville across the lane. Ooh. A charge call, they're going to say. Mia maybe extended the left arm there when, when she came to a stop of the dribble. I guess. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that would be the only thing that I could have seen there. But Yeah. Mia's, the angle we had here from our from our Big Boys Furniture broadcast booth is we were behind Mia. So the only thing I could figure is maybe that arm came out. We didn't see it. Right. But. I mean, uh, she was she was guarded pretty hard down the left wing, and she was gonna get like she was gonna get an assist because she yep. had a nice pass to the uh, to another Titan player ahead of her. Crossover by Angel, cut off by Gillen. And had to get rid of it. Good defense by Maddie Gillen. Driving in is Kennedy Anderson, and she's fouling her way to the hoop with 4:45 left. 57-31, 26-point lead for Mammoth Roseville, and. Kennedy Anderson will go to the free throw line. She's 0 for 4. She's got to get one here. Fouls on Killy. That's her third. For Monmouth Roseville. Anderson's first free throw. And she does. She got to go. One for five now is Kennedy. She's got five points all here in the second half. Checking out will be Malia Killy. Second free throw by Anderson. Can't get it to go. Wolf with the rebound. Chloe Allen has checked in now for Killy after Killy picked up that third foul. Tali And her pass picked off by Kennedy Anderson. Mia Hunter chasing her. Good defense by Hunter, not fouling Anderson and making the layup uh, contested. Yeah, overall, I mean, Mama Rosa does a great job. I think that's just something that Coach Weber teaches. Of the girls, you know, on those fast breaks, just run by with their hands up, not trying to make the contact, and just contested with no fouls. A contested layup on the on the run in in high school is definitely not a, it's not a given. No sense in fouling and putting them on the line for two free ones. Right. And it goes out of bounds off of Weathersfield, so it's tight basketball. Dylan Hunter, top of the key. They get it to Wolf at the free throw line, kicks it back out to Taliba'a. Shot fake on the three, gets in the lane. She's fouled from behind, was going to drop it off to Wolf. And I think Wolf finishes that and they let that play go. And that's just a great pass by Taliba'a. And that's, again, you know, her realizing that she can get to the middle, attack, and pull, you know, defenders out. Wolf will trigger it into Gillen under the, on the baseline. Back out to the top of the key to Taliba'a, right wing is Gillen. Hunter, timeout taken by head coach Scott Weber. Yeah, I don't think he likes the way that offensive flow, and he's grabbing the whiteboard immediately. Yep. All right, that's the timeout. It's a Tickham's Electric timeout with uh, 3.54 to go, fourth quarter, 57-32. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll take a quick 30 here. 
Both teams back on the floor after the Tickham's electric timeout. 3.45 to go, left wing is Talibah. Pounded into Chabelle Wolf. Off the glass and good, man. She is instant offense. Yeah, I love, she's been one of my favorite players to watch this year so far. She doesn't get she doesn't get a ton, a ton of minutes, but what she does, she scores. She averages yep. three points a game. And a three-pointer from the top of the key is good. Is that Huffman again? It was Paige Huffman. That's her fourth three here in the second <laughs> half. Heat check, right? Heat check. Mom with Farm and Home Realty are liking Paige Huffman tonight. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mama Farm and Home Realty. A little crossover dribble by Maddie Gillen gets to the rim and scores. She's got 19 tonight. Got the season high so far for Maddie. And with uh, three threes involved in there and four for four from the free throw line. Holy cow. Left wing is Kennedy Anderson. Lead up 26, 61-35 as Gillen matches Huffman's three. Anderson will throw one up. Good defense by Maya Hunter, but Leathersfield comes down with the 50-50 ball. None of you coaches like losing the 50-50 balls. Oh, it's the biggest thing that's on my keys on my board uh, to each game. 50-50 balls, win them. Kennedy Anderson gets a nice pass on her cut through the lane from the right wing and scores. She's got seven. 2.23 to go, 61-37. Into Wolf. Oh. I thought she's gonna score again, just off the glass. And then I was counting. I was like, all right, there's another one. Could have been her sixth point. With uh, just over two minutes to go here, high dribble by Eastman takes it in, blocked by Gillen, and maybe Allen might be got a piece of that too. Here comes the Titans on the run. Talibaa down the right sideline. Gillen in the lane for 21. Oh. Get it to go, but she'll get a couple free throws. And we know how good she is from there. <laughs> they want her to get 21. Let's do the, uh, our little student section down here, rooting for a uh, 20-point for Maddie Gillen. With the new scoreboard up here, everybody can see what you got. Right, that's right. It's more exciting that way, right? And fouling out will be Emerson Nelson. That's her fifth foul. So now Weathersfield is down to their final five players on the floor. And one has four fouls, so. Yeah. It's, uh, Hopefully the officials know that and just don't keep right. the whistle. It's a 24-point game. There's a free throw by Maddie Gillen. <laughs> She's five for five, and she gets the 20-point mark. It's a nice round of applause from the, uh, from the student section. Maddie averages four, just a little over 14 points a game. That's her 20th point there. Three threes, and she's five for five from the free throw line. She is a good free throw shooter. She's five for five. We're going to test the Temple Jinx. She's way better than the Temple yeah, Jinx. She's so much better. Six for six. 21 points for Maddie Gillen. And she'll check out of the ball game, get a high five from everybody on the bench. And on the floor is uh, Emma Robinson, a sophomore on the on the floor for, for Mama Rose. Also, Yoselim Hernandez. And Mia Reynolds, I think. Ooh, nice drive there by, was that Angel again? Nice drive by uh, Giant Angel. Uh, first time, I think, first varsity four time for Mia Reynolds, I think, the sophomore. Maybe, she might have been in one more game. Well, she just got back from injury, didn't she? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, you're right. Steal by Kennedy Anderson, and she's fouled on her uh, breakaway layup. Did not go, but she'll get a couple free throws here. Anderson is, well, yeah, she was just at the line. One for six tonight. And one for seven. Misses the first one. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959 with the free throws tonight. Chevelle Wolf will check out. Who else is in? Who am I missing here? 
Second free throw is good too by Anderson, or second free throw is good, so she splits the free throws, 63 to 40, with a minute 25 to go. 40 points for Weathersfield. Titans only give up to, uh, under 30, 29 and a half. Chloe Allen's shot is missed, and Angel with the rebound. Looking up the floor, throws it ahead to Eastman. Her layup is no good, tipped around, and Yoselim Hernandez with it. Here comes Emma Robinson down the right sideline. We'll pull up with a little over a minute to go. Right elbow back out to Mia Reynolds. Shoot that, Mia. Get yourself a shot there. And it goes out of bounds off of Emma Robinson battling Kennedy Anderson. With, I mean, with, with, with only five players for uh, the geese available to play with, with a girl fouling out, these um, second, third string players here for Mama Thrills is going to get some quality minutes against good competition. Yeah, good competition, good practice, you know. It's like garbage for time for them right yeah. now. Huffman misses the three. Here comes Emma Robinson on the run. She'll pull up, gets it ahead to Yosleep Hernandez. Good move by Hand Hernandez. Didn't get the shot to go, but boy, made a nice move to get herself to the rim. Kennedy Anderson on the run and scores. Good second half here by Anderson. She's got 10 all in the third and fourth quarter of 25 seconds. That's probably going to be it. But going back to my original point, what a, what a nice job by Weathersfield. 42 points tonight. And in, uh, in, uh, the Titans only give up 29.5 on the average. Yeah, they played really well. They came into the shoebox ready to go tonight. Three on the way, in and out no good with 10 seconds to go. And now the Titans will probably dribble this thing out with four seconds to go. And, oh, oh, travel call. He's still got some time on the clock there, Emma. He's going to let it go. Yeah, I think Emma looked up, and I don't think she looked because she's looking at Coach Weber. With about two seconds ago, she just started yep. walking with the ball to the sidelines. So 63-42, that's the final. As the Titans of Mammoth Roseville will move to 7-0 on the season, the Weathersfield Flying Geese drop to 1-5. And five. We'll total up the scores. We'll get a chance to talk to Coach Weber here on the post-game show. We'll be back in a few minutes here on AM 1330, FM 94.1, WRM, and RadioMammoth.com. Welcome back to the shoebox here at Mammoth Roseville High School. The fans filing out into the, the bitter cold night here in West Central Illinois. We've had a couple of really cold days and uh, good to see the fans get out and watch the Titan girls get a 63 to 42 win over the Weathersfield Flying Geese. I'm Sean Temple alongside Ethan Sikorsky. Ethan, just your thoughts on this one. Uh, it was kind of ugly to begin with, um, but obviously after that uh, that timeout, the Coach Weber uh, called and they flipped a switch. Uh, I know he's going to come up here and talk about flipping that switch too late because eventually one of these nights it's going to happen where there's not going to be the opportunity to turn that, uh, or flip that switch late and uh, it's going to end up with a loss. Uh, so they've got to you know just do a better job of just coming out better, flipping the switch earlier. Uh, and so I know as he, I can see it on his face, he's walking over. That's one of the big things that he's going to cover. Post-game show has begun, brought to you by Larry's Collision Center. If you have collision damage repair, call Larry's Collision Center at 734-1949. Larry's Collision Center, professional auto body repair, drivers trust. Joining us on the post-game show, I've got head coach of the Mammoth Roseville Titans, Mr. Scott Weber. Coach, just uh, your thoughts on this one as we as we get the 21-point win. You know, initially, offensively, I thought we did some really good things. You know, they, they played a little matchup zone, flying around, but I thought we did a good job of of maybe being patient on the half court, but you know, defensively we got to get better. We um, not saying that what do they have 43 points, 42 points is a ton of points, but when we allow that many direct drives into the basket for layups, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable by our 
starters. It's not acceptable by the bench, and it's, it's not acceptable by our program. So we'll work on it. We'll get better. I thought we've had six really good defensive games, and tonight wasn't one of them. So um, it's nice to have, you know, it's not ever nice to have a lapse in defense and still have that quality of a win, but we got to get better. It put something on film for you to uh, kind of break down and di dissect a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we worked on what they were doing almost every day in practice. And today we just went brain dead on it. You know, we, we, we work hard on hedging screens. We don't switch screens. We work on taking away dribble drives, being on help side. But, you know, number five can shoot. We just let her stand out there wide open and shoot and didn't get out on her. And so just some things that, you know, we, we've got to do, we got to work on, but then we've also got to recognize during the game and, and make some in-game adjustments. Yeah, uh, I thought, I, and you said at the start during our pregame interview that Coach Hanson, their teams, are, he's gonna, they're going to play hard. And they did play hard tonight all the way down to the end. Yeah, they do, you know, and they, they play a tough schedule. You know, they start at the Brimfield tournament, so they're playing Brimfields and the Tremont. So it's not like they have an easy schedule. They don't have the number of girls, but the heart they have in their girls is is a lot and you know he and I text a little bit you know outside of basketball and, and I said how's things going he says you know we, we haven't won very many games but we've got a good attitude and we're playing hard uh, Ethan and I was talking I, I like the starting five he throws out there that's that's a good start they got some length they got some athleticism they're just they're just not the numbers in the program now but that's that's a team to kind of look forward to yeah, and young you know what yeah. three juniors yes. and sophomores I mean they don't have maybe one or two seniors but he does a good job with them, and I knew coming in they were going to play hard. It's it's one of those teams that that no matter what the records are, throw them out. We always struggle with somebody, and not saying that we struggled tonight, but I mean I knew for a fact they're going to come and play hard for 32 minutes, and you saw it for 32 minutes we got their best effort. Well, and, and also like we talked, your second and third string since they didn't have numbers, only had one one sub tonight. Uh, so they, I mean their starters played almost the entire. Well, they had to play the whole 32 minutes. So your second and third stringers got a chance to play some good quality competition, not garbage time. They played against some starters tonight. Yeah, yeah, and that's what and I expect more of. I, you know, as, as good as our bench was the other day, I wasn't sure that it was obviously not as good tonight. We shouldn't be throwing a ball to a, an, an opponent who has a clearly different colored uniform right to them any time during the game. Whether it's the first quarter, the last quarter, whether it's up 40 or down 40, we shouldn't do that. And, you know, I thought, you know, Mia Hunter came in and I thought she gave us some great minutes. She's been struggling. She's been sick. So struggling with sickness. She's missed some school. She's missed some practice. But I thought tonight she was huge for us, especially with Mariah being out. But I uh, came out and I thought she gave us some great minutes. Alexi Finnecum for her first start, and you've said a million times she'd start for 90% of the teams that we play. Uh, and got four quick points, man. She made she made put her stamp on the game early. Yeah, and and I I texted her today and I said, hey, you're going to guard their best player. I said, are you up for it? And all I got back was I got your back. <laughs> you know, there wasn't any qualms. I mean, she, you know, last year and and this year still she's going to guard one of the team's other team's best players and. So I was glad for her to get off to a hard, hot start. And, you know, we got weapons. She can score. You know, you, you take away inside, all right, we'll play outside. If you want to take away outside, we'll play inside. And so um, for that, I thought she did a very good job also. Somebody other than Maddie Gillen made a three tonight as Todd made a, made a couple threes tonight. So it's good to see somebody other than Maddie make a three here. Yeah, and Todd's going to – she's going to get hot. Yes. It's, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And, you know, I saw something the other day in practice that her and I talked about and we worked on. and. She ended practice yesterday with about four straight threes, you know, and I, I think once she realizes and, and gets in rhythm, you know, she's so busy 
handling the ball, passing the ball. She catches the ball flat-footed a little bit, and then she pushes a shot. But we talked about being ready when the ball gets to you and really stepping in and in rhythm shooting. And you saw tonight, when she steps in rhythm, she's a really good shooter. Uh, they cut it down to 11 there, took a timeout. Did you give them that good Gatorade again? Uh, that was some more, um, I'm going to call it blue vase water, <laughs> as Bobby Boucher would say, right? There but you, uh, you know, I just thought our energy to start the second half wasn't very good. And, and they came out and really punched us in the mouth hard. And that's not been our MO. As you've done all our games. And so our, our starts, our second half, have been really, really good. Tonight it wasn't. We just happened to be up enough that we were able to survive it. Yeah, what did you see you liked? I thought offensively, I thought we were all very patient on the offensive end, half court wise. I like that. You know, we're going to see tons of zones, and we just got to take times. I thought our post did a good job of working. We did some high lows tonight that we've been emphasizing in practice, which, you know, we can do that. And we just got to be able to recognize a little bit sooner. So our half court game tonight, as we talked about pregame wise, I thought was pretty good tonight. Yeah, uh, tried some things tonight, had kind of a different looking press out there. What was your thoughts on that? Uh, didn't get what we wanted out of it. Um, I'm not sure that we got, we, we didn't force them defensively where we needed them to go to get our trap. And, and I don't think that when we came for the trap, it was 100% effort. And you can't do what we're gonna do and be 75% you need to get down, you know, a couple mistakes from the from the backside of it coming forward on it So it gave him some easy looks, but it's the first time we tried it So yeah. we'll, we'll refine it and we'll, we'll get back at it and we'll fix and talk about the things that didn't work And how to fix them and make them work went back to the original press and that really did work pretty yeah, well it, it does <laughs> I mean it it's why change it? I don't know you know right if it ain't broken a different look man, you know we people are gonna figure it out so yep. you got to give different looks and and this isn't a team they really go out and experiment with, but I thought, you know, maybe he, had, I know he'd seen film. I know what he thinks we're going to do, so maybe a different look. And we didn't get what we went out of it, but I think it'll work in the long run. I do too. Uh, you got a little time off here, and you get back into uh, conference play next week with a couple more home games. You've got uh, Erie Profits down on Monday here, and then Morrison here. So a couple of back into into divisional play, I guess you should say, next week. Yeah, you know, and we, we got to get, we're going to hit the practice floor tomorrow. We're going to hit it Saturday morning. Um, you know, we got some sickness going around, we got some injuries. You know, we'll see what's up with Carmen's ankle. Hopefully it's just a little scare, you know, but you know, we'll get in and get through some things. How hard we'll be able to go, I'm not sure. People are sick. We contemplated. I I, I know what you're gonna hear. Don't get shocked by this. We contemplated giving them a day off. Um, but Wait, as soon what? as I did that, I had chest pains, and so I had to uh, not do that. But, uh, you know, I talked to Jake and, you know, Coach Korski, you know, they got a lot of sickness going around their program, and it's floating around ours, and so, they all probably wouldn't be bad, but not with two conference games coming up. We'll get in. Looper says maybe a, a, a scaled down practice. In, in theory, that's right, but in reality, my heart started hurting again. So, <laughs> so uh, we'll get in and take care of some things. The girls come in ready, and uh, we'll, we'll get better and be ready for next week. All right, Coach, we'll see you next week. Congratulations on the win. Appreciate it. Thank you. Head Coach Scott Weber with the Mammoth Roseville Titans here after a 63-42 to 42 win over the Weathersfield Flying Geese. We'll give your uh, scoring update brought to you by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank, investing in you, member FDIC, first for the Weathersfield Flying Geese. A couple girls in double figures, Paige Huff, with 12, all of those from behind the three-point arc with four four made threes. Ten points for Kennedy Anderson, all in the second half. Eight points for LaJaya Angel. Six points apiece for Emerson Nelson and L. Eastman. Four of 13 from the free throw line for the Weathersfield Flying Geese for their 42 total points. For Monmouth Roseville, three girls in, in uh, double figures. As always, it's a different three this time, though, as uh, Tatiana Taliba gets in uh, in uh, double figures with 10. 21 points led by Maddie Gillen. 12 points for Brianna Woodard 
And then the 10 for Tatiana Taliban. Uh, eight points for Carmen Houston, six points for Lexi Pinnicum, four points for Chevelle Wolf, and two points for Malia Kelly. 12 of 14 from the free throw line. Oh, I forgot to I forgot to <laughs> approach Coach Weber with the uh, with the free throws. 12 of 14 tonight from the free throw line. They just continue to make the uh, make the ones that are given to you. Yeah, yeah, you know those are the free ones, right? That's why we call them free throws. Let's get to our uh, awards tonight before we get off there. Offensive player of the game is sponsored by Ben Olson Country Financial. Planning for a secure financial future takes knowledge and experience to make the right decisions. It's best to work with a professional like Ben Olson to help build a plan for today and tomorrow. I got a chance to talk to Ben Olson today during our freezing for food. He's excited to be a part of the uh, sports programs here at uh, the Prairie Community. Communication Sports Network. Ethan Sikorsky, my man, who's our offensive player of the game? You know, it would be really easy to give it to Maddie Gillen for 21 points, but uh, I'm not going to give it to her today because I'm going to give it to uh, Tatiana Taliba'a, mainly because she reached the scoring columns that, you know, we should probably expect from her on an average basis to, uh, today with 10 points. Uh, but even when she wasn't scoring, we saw a couple times I mentioned when she drives to the rim, and that forces the defenders to step up and gives, you know, Brianna Woodard and Carmen Houston opportunities at the rim. Uh, so I think she exploited that a little bit more today. Uh, and I hope to see him more as it comes forward. So it was really nice to see it today. So that's why I'm going to give it to her. I like that. It would have been very easy to give it to Maddie Gillen with, with the 21 points and a season high for Maddie. But I, I like Tatiana. I like the choice of, of, of Tot, as uh, Coach Webb calls her. A couple threes tonight. And somebody else is going to have to make a three every now and then. You don't have to make a bunch of them, but you got to right. be the threat yep. to make that three because that's going to make her game even better getting to the rim. Yep. And, and like, like I said, it, it was a start tonight, and I hope to see it continue to roll like a, like a snowball going down a mountain today. Good choice. I like that one. Defensive player of the game is sponsored by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. Who locked down tonight? You know, it's when it, when it's in the press, I'll, I sound like a broken record, but when it works, it's because of Brianna Woodard. It's because she's so long and lengthy. Her hands are everywhere. She's getting her hands on uh, passes. And then even defensively down on the post, you know, she's just presence on the inside. Uh, it's hard not to give it to her. Brianna Woodard, our defensive player of the game. That will uh, that'll put a capper on tonight's ball game. Monmouth Roseville gets the 63 to 42 win over the Weathersfield Flying Geese. Monmouth Roseville at seven and zero. Weathersfield falls to one and five. The Titans will be back on the air and back on the court on Monday at home, right here at the Shoebox, taking on Erie Prophetstown at 7 o'clock tip-off, 6.45-ish with the pregame show as soon as the JV game is done. And we'll also have coverage of their Thursday game next week at home as they continue this big, long uh, homestand against Morrison. That's next Thursday. But we'll have Titan boys basketball tomorrow night on the air here on the PCS. And it'll be on our sister station, Sunday 97.7 WMOI. 7 o'clock tip-off between Monmouth, Roseville, and Farmington renewing the rivalry between the uh, Titans and the Farmers. That'll be a fun one. As soon as your game gets done, Mr. Sikorsky will have the pregame show for the varsity game right around 645-ish. Thanks for joining me again, my man. Of course. You know I love being on the radio with you, Sean. Good luck tomorrow night in the JV game. Thank you very much. I'm Sean Temple for Ethan Sikorsky and Caden Rogers, who engineered tonight's broadcast. Thanks, Caden, a bunch. Thanks to all of our folks at the Prairie Communication Sports Network. We'll be back on the air tomorrow night at 645 with more Titan basketball, boys basketball, tomorrow night. 63-42, Mammoth Roseville defeats Weathersfield. Folks, have a great rest of your evening.